So in regards to transitioning from being a buyer's agent to a listing agent, because there might be a lot of agents that are in that position right now. Mm -hmm. uh, when did you know that it was time to make that switch? And how did you start to make that switch? Uh, when my brother was going on so many appointments, he'd go on one appointment and he'd meet him one time for an hour or two, whatever. And that was it. And I was running around the world showing 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, and just keeps going, you know? Yeah. And that was one client. And I do that with many clients. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm running around like a monkey and he's getting paid for just going on one appointment. No, no, no. Then I, you know, I was, I was, I was a big Mike Ferry, you know, Tom Ferry, Matthew Ferry, the fairies, you know, I was a big real estate coach, uh, sponge events, seminars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I started from Floyd Wickman too, from back years ago. So for me, it was all of them, all the real estate coaches list listings in the name of the game, list the last, this and that. And I was like, all right, if they're all telling you that, what do I need to do to be that? Like, what do I need to do to be that? And, and, and it was very simple as, Learn the scripts, learn the objection handlers, learn the dialogue, and learn how to mirror and match, which is extremely powerful when I learned that 15, 20 years ago, whatever. So I started doing that, and I'm like, oh, wow, that was easy. You know what I'm saying? And I just kept on role-playing my scripts and dialogue, you know what I'm saying? But I teach and preach and mentor coach my agents how to prospect, how to smile down, make a pile. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Vulcan 7 Coaches and Mentors, a show where we bring you some of the top agents and coaches in this industry, and they share with you some of their tips and strategies so that you can implement in your business right now to take it to the next level. Now, with that being said, today we're going to talk about expired for sale by owners and objection handling. So with that being said, I want to welcome today's guest, Al Abdallah. So Al, welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Uh, hope all is well. Thank you for the introduction, uh, Loida. I appreciate the uh, invite and uh, super excited about this. Yes, we're super excited to have you. So for everyone that's watching that maybe is not too familiar, um, can you go ahead and give us a little bit about your background and your story? Sure. Um, first of all, I've been in the business for 27 years. I was with um, uh, Century 21 for 22 years and with EXP Realty for five years now. And I was on a team uh, with my brother. Uh, who's one of the number one agents in the state of Michigan and was with them together. You know, we built this, I'm a street smart guy. He's a book smart guy. He's a college guy. I'm a, you know, high school guy. And, and I was also a professional drummer drive, uh, traveling around the world. And then we also owned the restaurant. So between the restaurant, the drumming, I always knew that I wanted to get into real estate and I always knew I'd be a realtor. And I always see my brother doing what he did. He was a university of Michigan uh, finance and marketing degree all of a sudden you went to real estate. My dad was like, what? You've maybe paid for all this college. And then all of a sudden you get into real estate. Why? You know? So I always knew in, in high school and elementary and middle school that drawing cars and drawing houses during class, not paying attention to the teacher. I knew I was going to be a realtor. And then, you know, 27 years ago, I joined my brother. He was a solo agent doing about 120, 130 deals on his own, had an assistant. And then when I joined, uh, it was, uh, you know, full steam ahead. And, uh, you know, he was listing like crazy prospecting for sale owners expires like crazy. And I was getting all the sign calls and doing all the showings and selling, 
those leads, then it got to a point where I was so busy. I didn't know my clients anymore. Like I was so confused with everybody that I told them, Hey, we gotta, we gotta add on more people or I can't do this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So wow. that's kind of the, the, the short story of it or long story of it, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Awesome. So then right now, what does your business currently look like? Um, right now, so I, when I moved to EXP, I was a solo agent, uh, doing, um, I was a solo agent, uh, uh, for two years, uh, doing about the first year I was doing like 60 or 70 deals. And I, I moved to EXP. Like when I moved to the company, I didn't, uh, take any of my business from my old broker. So I had to learn fast how to pick up business and why I'm sharing this is with like, okay, I've been a Vulcan seven dialer. I had to learn quick how to move this business as quick as possible. And the way I did it is by getting on a dialer and calling expires for sub owners like I was before. And and what better way to crank business, Loida, you can agree, mm-hmm. better than calling expires and for sub owners on conditional withdrawals. At yeah. the end of the day, that's where the that's where the true bread and butter in business is. And I was really good at expired uh, scripts and dialogue and uh, personality styles and objection handlers that for me... It was like, okay, start from fresh, start over again. It's time to get on that dialer. Oh, okay. And that's awesome. I'm glad that you're sharing that because I feel that there's a lot of agents possibly that are listening to this that are in that situation where maybe they have left the team or they're starting fresh and yeah. they're kind of like, you know, the market's changing, interest rates, like how do I even tackle this on? So the fact that you're saying, you know, I had to all like buckle down and go the extra mile, I think this is a real important thing for agents to listen to and pretty much write down. So can you share what that schedule looked like for you? 7 a.m. I was, so 7 to 7.30, I was just cleaning up some of my emails, some of the stuff from the night before or whatever. Uh, 7.30 till 12, I was, so 7.30 to about 9, I was calling the new expires. And then from like nine to nine to nine to 10, I was calling the old expireds. And then like 10 to 11, I was calling the, uh, for sub owners. And then 11 to 12, I was lead follow-up. Now I used to call before everybody, you know, I used to just call, I used to make sure I was first in line. And, um, and you know, you get the hangups, you get the, it's too early. You get the, all these objections. You're the 10th person, the 50th person, <clears throat> Nothing that I haven't heard before. Yeah. And then you get the ones that hang up and you call them back, tell them, sorry, I think we got disconnected and just keep on. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that was basically my schedule. Then 12 to 1, I was grabbing a bite. 1 to 8 p.m., I was on listing appointments. I was going on two to three listing appointments per day. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so how many calls were you making every day? Or did you have a goal for appointments that you wanted to set daily? I just knew that in the afternoon, I need to be on listing appointments because I was a listing machine. So like I was a buyer's agent for many years in the beginning of becoming a realtor, shifted to a buyer and seller's agent, then shifted to 100% seller's agent. So I know listing is the name of the game, list to last. I like that. So in regards to transitioning from being a buyer's agent to a listing agent, because there might be a lot of agents that are in that position right now. Mm -hmm. uh, When did you know that it was time to make that switch? And how did you start to make that switch? Uh, When my brother was going on so many appointments, he'd go on one appointment and he'd meet him one time for an hour or two, whatever. And that was it. And I was running around the world showing 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, and just keeps going, you know? 
Yeah. And that was one client. And then I do that with many clients. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm running around like a monkey and he's getting paid for just going on one appointment. No, no, no. Then I, you know, I was, I was, I was a big Mike Ferry, you know, Tom Ferry, Matthew Ferry, the fairies, you know, I was a big real estate coach, uh, sponge events, seminars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I started from Floyd Wickman too, from back years ago. So for me, it was all of them, all the real estate coaches list, listings in the name of the game, list the last, this and that. And I was like, all right, if they're all telling you that, what do I need to do to be that? Like, what do I need to do to be that? And, and, and it was very simple as learn the scripts, learn objection handlers, learn the dialogue and learn how to mirror and match, which is extremely powerful when I learned that 15, 20 years ago, whatever. So I started doing that and I'm like, Oh, wow, that was easy. You know what I'm saying? And I just kept on role-playing my scripts and dialogue. But I teach and preach and mentor coach my agents how to prospect, how to smile down, make a pile. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a, lot, a little bit about, you know, what you teach and train your agents. Mm -hmm. So the dialogue. So let's say an agent reaches out to you after this interview today. They want more information, you to coach them. What is the first step that you kind of take with them to analyze their business or maybe how you can help them the best way? First of all, you have to think about what is your goal? Okay, so when somebody's getting into the real estate business, first the question I'm asking, okay, are you married? Are you single? What's your monthly expenses? Is it 5,000 a month? Is it 10,000 a month? What is it a month? Are you the only bread maker, breadwinner, whatever you want to call it? Yes. Okay, so you need to make 5,000 a month or let's just say 10,000 a month to break even between house, car and everything else. Yeah, okay. The first two years in a business, it's going to be college, okay? Because when you get a college degree and you graduate, you don't make millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands right away. The first, you know, you got to go to college to be, make the money. So the first two years in the business is college. So I tell them, okay, you need to sell this many homes to break even every month, meaning close one home per month. If your average sales price, let's say, is 300000 that's $9,000. 3% $9,000. So let's just say your expenses are 9000 to keep it simple. You need to sell one $300,000 house per month just to break even. That's not going to do it. So if you're not going to get on the phone calls, you're not going to door knock, you're not going to prospect, you're not going to you know, do the dialer and call these, don't get into business. Don't even start. I'll tell you right now, just give me your license. Let me shred it because you're not going to make it. You're going to be a part of the 80, 90% that fail after a couple of years. And you don't want to be that number. Do you? No, I don't. Okay. So are you willing to do what I tell you? Are you willing to put in the work? And are you willing to learn how to do it? Yes. Okay. Then we're on the same page because you can take a horse to the water. You can't make them drink. Right? So some of the agents, I take them to the water. I take them to the water. I take them to the water. They don't drink. They don't drink. They don't. I just say, you know what? This business is not for you. Mm -hmm. Go back to your regular job and you'll make more money. It's not for everybody. So I'm very strong and harsh and brutal and transparent with anybody that joins my group because I want them to win. I don't want them to lose. So it's more about what's in it for them, not what's in it for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not their boss. I'm just the guy that brought them into the company and helping help them make money and succeed. Yeah, yeah. And I like to say, you know, at the end of the day, there is no magic bullet. There's no shortcut. And unfortunately, a lot of agents, it's almost like they struggle to either pick up the phone or make the calls or, or knock on the doors or even just 
do it consistently and be disciplined with their schedule. Um, a lot of times I hear, you know, I make calls for two weeks. It doesn't work. Well, how, how many people were you talking to? And in two weeks, you can't really determine if you're going to get success on the phone. So for those agents that, you know, that are listening to this, they're ready to, to buckle down and take on 2024 as a listing agent, what would be the first step that they have to take um, when they're taking a look at their business as they're preparing for next year? Okay, let me grab something. So since you asked that question, these are called these are called script boards. These are from 27 years ago. Okay, you can see they're old, it's raggedy, it's destroyed, it's like a dog ate it. Once for expireds. One's for for sale by owners, and one is for lead follow-up. And these are little sticky notes that I put that I, you know, of different objection handlers that I've heard or came up with or <laughs> one-liner or whatever, and I just put them as a trigger. First of all, you need a script board. You need to know what to say, how to say, when to say, number one. How do you get that? Balkan 7 has them. Whoever your coach is coaching you has them. They're all over the internet, YouTube scripts or whatever, Google scripts, but Vulcan 7 provides them right in your platform, yeah, which I've seen yep. them, right? Okay. So it starts there. If you're a Vulcan 7 uh, client, that's that's a perfect way to start. I've watched these videos, like the ones we're doing right now. YouTube, how do I call for sale owners and expires? Forget Al Abdallah and Loida. That's just for example, right? If you don't want to watch me or watch her, watch somebody else that you can connect with better. If you want to role play this out real quick, now yeah. I've kind of tweaked it, you know, to my personal touch, right? Mm -hmm. Ring, ring. Hello. Yes, hi. Hey, I um, called about your home that was for sale. Um, you know, I noticed it. Uh, uh, let's say I know yeah, I'm calling about your home that's for sale. Is this the owner, for example, right, Loida, right? Yes. Yes. And I don't usually say the name because sometimes the name is not always the name matches the whatever. Yeah. Hey, just call to see. I noticed it came off the market. And I was just wondering, you know, when are you? When do you plan on putting it back on the market? Uh, you know, as of right now, we're probably going to hold off, especially because the holidays are coming. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're going to do something next year. Oh, next year. Okay. I mean, it seems like a really nice house. I'm actually really surprised that it didn't sell. Uh, uh, where were you guys thinking of moving to if you did sell? Uh, we were actually going to be moving to Miami. Miami? Whoa, yeah. That's, that, that's, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's actually one of my favorite hotspots uh, to go to. And how soon were you guys wanting to move to Miami? Well, ideally we wanted to be down there for Thanksgiving, but since that didn't happen, you know, we're just going to stay the holidays here and, and the really cold winter in Michigan. Um, yeah. That's why we're thinking maybe in January, we're going to sure. explore the options again. Okay. Loida, you know, I, um, by the way, this is Al, I'm a realtor. So I noticed that it was on the market for about two months or so. And I noticed you guys dropped the price a few times. Did you guys get any offers or anything? Uh, we did get an offer, but then the buyer ended up backing out. And then mm -hmm. I guess, you know, the interest rates went up high. The agent said maybe the interest rates were kind of having people scared. So after that, we decided, you know what, let's take it off and, and see what happens next year. Right. I'm sure, Lloyda, I'm probably like the 20th or 30th or 40th caller, right? Yeah. I mean, today. I don't understand. You guys have been calling me since like seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And did your last agent tell you you're going to get like all these calls today or no? 
No, no, they didn't. I mean, I wish they did because that way I wouldn't have answered any of these calls. Yeah, no, I totally understand. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, of course. What do you think stopped your home from selling? I mean, I'm looking at it. It looks like a really nice house. Um, I don't know. I really think maybe it's just the interest rates and people don't want to buy right now. It's interesting. You tell me that, Lloyd. You know, there's a lot of homes selling. There's over 5,000 homes selling every single month. You know, and and when I hear somebody tell me that, if that was the case, then 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 how are we selling all those homes? So buyers have gotten past the interest rate conversation, Loida, and you know, the market and all this stuff. And there's people the, the good news about selling now, Loida, is there's very little competition of sellers competing with you. And there's buyers that are that are ready, willing, and able that need to buy now but they don't know about your home because you're off the market and i know when you're on the market you're like where were all these realtors you know when i was on the market well all these realtors were selling their listings like myself people hire me to sell their property i tell i call all the realtors i social media market all the people all the buyers all everybody that that's involved that's in uh looking for a house for your property so that we can get maximum exposure and i don't know if the last realtor you had did that you know, and that's what I personally do. So let's do this, Lloyd, with no uh, no obligation, just a conversation, okay? Let me come by, take a look at your home, tell you realistically why it did not sell, what I can do differently, and and exactly if it's if, if it we're able to sell your house right now or not able to sell your house right now, one of three things will happen. Either you'll like what I have to say, Lloyd, or you may not like what I have to say, or I may feel, you know what, Loida, you're absolutely right. We should stay off the market until the spring. So, Loida, let me ask you, if you knew that by waiting until next year, spring, or whatever it may be, you're going to have a lot more sellers competing with you and more buyers, I can agree, you know, with the market, with the, you know, spring weather, whatever. But if you knew that buyers had a bigger selection, a better selection every day, would you want to wait until springtime where you have more competition, maybe less money, or do it now? Even though it didn't sell with this current realtor, but what if we have a different way of getting it sold? What sounds better to you now or waiting until later? Well, now sounds much better, especially if you're telling me that I can probably get a lot more money. Um, but I would have to talk to my husband first just to make sure that, that he's on board. And, and that's, that's exactly uh, right, because if my wife did something without talking to me, Houston, we have a problem, right? So uh, what, how did your husband feel about it, by the way? Uh, you know, he was, he was ready to be down in Miami also for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, I mean, I, I don't think he would be opposed, but we were already changing our mind about spending the holidays here. So I really don't know if he's going to want to start packing and doing all of these things now or, or be okay with just waiting. You know, you know, Lloyd, I totally understand where you're coming from. It's a big decision and you already tried it and you got the house ready and, you know, showings and everything else. Then you got the holidays coming and then you got Christmas coming. Then you got New Year's coming. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but homes show the best during the holidays. And a lot of sellers don't know this because of the Christmas lights, the Thanksgiving decorations and whatnot. So what we can do is we can even put the home on the market, back on the market with different marketing, different strategy. And then from there, you can hold off on showings on certain days and certain times because of the holidays, et cetera. And I don't know if you know this, Lloyd, but the buyers that buy during the you know, holiday months or Christmas or fall are have to buy buyers or else they won't be looking during that time. So you get the more serious buyers as opposed to just looky-loos. Mm. 
I know there's a lot of information, Lloyd. Let's just do this. I don't know you. You don't know me. I just can be another guy just calling you like everybody else that called you. But you obviously stayed on the phone probably longer with me than others, right? Yeah, at this point, I, I feel like I know you already. But again, you know, I don't want you to come and waste your time because I do have to check with my husband. Okay, so let's do this. I'm going to be showing houses this afternoon. And I've got a closing right after. Uh, this evening, I might be in your area. Let me come by for 10 or 15 minutes. I'm going to pencil it in. Tell your husband, this guy called me. He kept me on the phone forever. And he sounds different than everybody else. Let me come by, take a look at your home. And again, whether you list it, hire me or fire me or don't do anything at all. And let me at least just take a look at your home, give you some helpful tips, whether you do it now or you do it later. But let us have that face-to-face -face old school conversation and see if it's the right time or the wrong time or if I'm the right agent or the wrong agent. And then from there, you guys can make a final decision. But let me at least pencil it in. So would 6 or 7 p.m. this evening work better? Um, probably 7. Okay. And just let your husband know we'll be by. If anything changes, just let me know. So I didn't get into pre-qualifying. I didn't get into like the, the heavy script questions. You know, <laughs> my main thing is getting in the door. Like, you know, what we expect from the next agent you choose. Uh, you know, some of the other questions in the scripts, let's just say. But yeah. I would go, uh, continue on, Lloyd. You know, before I come on, let me just ask you a few more questions. Uh, can you describe your home for me? I mean, I see it's a three-bedroom, you know, ranch house with whatever you have. Uh, but can you tell me more information about it so I can be more prepared before I come out and then you'll describe the home? Yeah. Now you're describing the home. That's my way to find out if you're an analytical driver, expressive, or amiable. I'm trying to figure out what personality style you are to know how to prepare myself. And uh, so, so Loira, now let's just say, assuming that what I say makes sense and you and your husband felt comfortable and confident with me when I come out tonight, would you guys consider listing your home with me if everything made sense? Um, perhaps. I mean, we would have to think about it. Okay. And <clears throat> what is it that you maybe would be thinking about it that would stop you from doing it? Um, just kind of like the logistics of what the move would look like if we did it now mm -hmm. during the holidays. I mean, is there any way that we can sell the house now and move on till like January? Yeah. So that we can work on that. We can even put a delayed closing or delayed occupancy. That's the easy part, uh, Loira. And again, let's just say the rates go lower later on, mm -hmm. right? What do you think is going to happen to the market? If, if the rates drop, you're going to get more buyers, right? And when yeah. you get more buyers, you get more sellers, right? So I would rather pay a higher rate, right? And get top dollar for my money in my house right now and pay maybe less for the house I'm buying because of competition, but have a higher rate. So I wrote this down actually. Um, it was in my group call today. And I said this and it came out and I just, I said it and I just, I posted it. And I said, I said, waiting for the rates, waiting for the rates to go down. Oh yeah, waiting for the rates to go down. It will save you more. It will save you money on the payment, mm -hmm. but it will cost you a lot more for the house because if the rates go down, there's gonna be a lot more flood gates open up, more buyers, more sellers, which creates multiple offers, which creates more money for that house. So if you pay a higher rate and higher payment right now, or would you get a, rather get a lower rate and pay more? Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. So, if we can make, if we can come to an agreement and everything makes sense, and you and your husband felt comfortable and confident that I'm the right person and it is the right time, would you consider putting it on the market tonight? Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, if we could come up with a game plan, uh, I don't see why not. We we do want to make the move anyway. Okay, and you don't have no appointments scheduled with anyone else, right? 
No, no, no. I mean, you're the only one that I've spoken to this long. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. So I'm pretty comfortable and confident that I can get the job done. And I'm pretty comfortable that and confident that you guys will like what I have to say and I, I you know, and what you may have to say. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> Loida, if it doesn't make sense for me, you and your husband, I lose, you lose, he loses. You don't want that, right? I know. No, I don't want my time wasted again. And you wasted your time in the past, right? Yeah, yeah, with this last agent. Okay. How did you pick that agent, by the way? Um, it was someone that was referred by like a, a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the results were, I'm calling you. Uh, yes, exactly. I mean, they didn't deliver. They helped my friend buy a house, but maybe sure. selling a house is different. So I, I don't know where the where the ball. Hundred percent. It's a different animal on the listing side compared to showing homes in the buyer's side. Well, look, Loida, I'm super excited uh, to work with you and meet with you and look at your home. And I'm really looking forward to tonight. If you have any other questions, I'm going to text you my card, my information, my YouTube page, my client video testimonial, so you can know exactly who this guy is that's coming over before I come over. And do you mind if I send that to your husband too? Oh, no, please. You can, we can do like a group text or something like that. That's what I'll do. So just, uh, I'll send okay. you my information. Just text me your husband's number and I'll do a group text and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Uh, see you later, uh, Loira. Okay. Awesome. That was great. I'm glad that we did this role play because I was going to bring it up also. Yeah. And I wanted to do it regarding like the holidays because I know that that's what agents are going to be hearing now sure. as they're making the phone sure. calls. Um, sure. But what I loved about our role play session and just kind of how you took the conversation is that it sounded very conversational and very like natural. You mm -hmm. didn't sound salesy or you didn't no. tell me like, uh, you know, I can sell your house like right now. It was just more. I'm number one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's a mistake that a lot of agents make, especially in the beginning. Mm -hmm. sure. and, and I say first figure out what, what their situation is because yeah. you want to come from the sense of being a problem solver because many people still don't want to move, but they just haven't, they didn't have the right agent, uh, the right approach. And um, yeah, no, I think that that was a great role play session. For those of you that are watching or listening, make sure to rewind and watch this and watch it two or three more times because you're going to learn a lot from Al and just kind yeah. of everything that he said and your tonality. You brought that up earlier, the tonality. And even as I, we were role playing, I said, you know, I feel like I know you. Mm -hmm. And it did feel like I was talking to a friend. Yeah. And we don't know each other, by the way. Yeah. Lloyd and Al don't know each other. <laughs> This is our actual first time talking or video. Yeah. Uh, maybe we've heard of each other, but this is our first time talking to each other. And that's what it's all about. It's mm -hmm. making the, see, it's the, the phone call has got to be all about the client. Yeah. Not about you. I'm number one. I, 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 you know, like I told somebody when I was having, a, I was having lunch right now. And he was telling, I, this, I, this, I, this. I said, you know what? Anybody that says, I, 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 I don't care. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't be all about, and I'm this and I'm that. I My whole phone call, if you notice, on the whole role play was mm -hmm. all about them. And I didn't say Al Abdallah, EXP Realty, I'm a realtor, mm -hmm. until halfway through. If you notice, if you caught that. Yeah. So I didn't even say my last name. I didn't say my company. I just said, this is Al. By the way, this is Al. I'm a realtor. This is Al. I'm a realtor. This is Lloyd. I'm a realtor. Not local. Not this. Not that. They don't give a shit. They don't yeah. care what company. They don't care where your last name is and who you're from, what country you're from. They just care. You have to disclose you're a realtor in the phone call. Mm -hmm. But I believe when you start off, this is Al Abdallah with EXP Realty, boom, guard up, shut it down. Yeah. 
I, I'm that's not me. Well, what I was going to say actually about you in this role play yeah. session, uh, something that I caught and you probably did it on purpose, but there was a pause um, at one point right before you said something regarding the money. Yeah. And I thought that was great because and this goes back to communication and tonality for agents to become sure. very good at objection handling. Sure. Uh, when there's pauses, it builds like some type of anticipation and you kind of left me like, what is he going to say? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what he's going to say. Now, and what those pauses are, so on the script, there's dots, okay? Mm -hmm. Those dots, Lloyd, are you, you've learned them, I'm sure. The dot, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Hi, I was calling about the home that's for sale, dot, dot, dot. That's a pause. So the pauses that, you know, I do is 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 to get you to, to know that, hey, I'm listening and I care. As opposed to just, well, you know, you're trying to save the commission, but if you pay a commission, let me tell you why you should pay a commission. If you pay a commission, yeah. commission, commission, breath, that's what it is. Yeah. Stop, you know? <laughs> just remember, you're talking to your friend when you're prospecting. You're talking to your cousin and your family. How do you talk to your family, friends and cousins, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You talk to them comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Stop sounding, stop worrying about how you sound 100% and stop thinking that you got to sound so perfect. I'm not sounding perfect. I sound I sound like I sound perfect is because I've done it for 27 years and a hundred thousand times. Yeah. But when I first started, it didn't sound like that. It sounded like, hi, this is Al Abdallah with um, EXP Realty. I'm sure you figured out your home came up on our computer as an expired listing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just wondering, when do you plan on uh, interviewing agents for the job of selling your home? Who's this? <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it all sounded like that. Yeah, exactly. So to wrap this up, share with us where agents can find you if they are looking to maybe um, find out more about your coaching, reach out to you, tell us where and where all your links are. Sure. So on Instagram, it's Al Abdallah EXP Realty. My business page on Facebook is EXP Realty Dearborn. On Snapchat, Al Abdallah EXP. On LinkedIn, I think it's Al Abdallah. Just Google YouTube, whatever. Just go to alsellsit.com. That, that'll give you everything. There it That's is. That's it. There it is. Yes. That's everything. Yes. And if you are <laughs> looking uh, uh, for anything or any advice or any help, I'm in uh, the Durable, Michigan. I do handle statewide. I do handle nationwide. And I'm also a uh, probate uh, expert. I do a lot of probate uh, statewide, nationwide. That's my niche. That's my side expires and for sub owners. But my probate in a state. Uh, world is I'm really heavy on that. So uh, that's my other uh, special niche. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Al, this has been great. Thank you so much for these role play sessions. I think it's going to help a lot of agents, the yeah. expired, the for sale by owners, everyone, you're probably going to have to watch this episode because I'm glad that we went into depth with, with each role play session. And it wasn't something short because I feel like exactly what we said is what agents can expect over the phones. And I think just listening to you and your tonality and the questions and how you frame everything, they'll mm -hmm. be able to hopefully implement that as you're making their calls and hopefully get listings in the next couple of weeks before the year is over. I miss, so, I miss doing it. I miss doing it so much. You know, sometimes I get on a dialer just to screw around and yeah. all of a sudden I get appointments, but you know, look, there's also the lead follow-up, you know, the follow-up when I didn't really mm -hmm. dive into it. Cause it's just a time I'm trying to give you everything yeah. as much as I can, but in general uh, just keep practicing and rehearsing with different agents and different family members and just make them the seller, make them the buyer, whatever it is. Just keep practicing readings, role-playing scripts. 
Go on YouTube, watch all these videos, watch, you know, Vulcan 7, by the way, with the way, all respect to all the dialers. I'm still a Vulcan 7 guy. For me, this dialer, this company, it's not just a, a system they give you. They give you that and some other stuff. And uh, so I'm a big fan of them. Uh, shout out to you guys for sure. Awesome. Thank you. So there you have it, everyone. Thank you, Al, once again for being here. And we'll see you all on the next one. Bye. Thank you very much.